The Mind of a Serial Killer Written and read by Chris Cordes I am the author Introduction This book is a free flow book which means there are no chapters only notes only written statements by Chris Cordes Let us begin We've had serial killers for a very long time. People think it's a 21st century thing, but it's not. They've been serial killers for over a hundred years. Peter Curtin, in the 1900s, was a German serial killer. You have many serial killers that dated for a very long time. But they were never caught like the Zodiac Killer. He died of all age. So let's talk about the serial killers of this century now. The deadliest decade was in the 80s. We had no DNA to find serial killers. We had serial killers like Son of Sam, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, and Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer. We had so many serial killers. They were caught, but not very quickly. Now we have something called nuclear DNA, which means it's very easy to find a killer. The police has better technology for forensic evidence. So let's start talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, and he killed boys and men in the worst kind of way. Jeffrey Dahmer used to drug his victims in bars. He used to take them to his house. He used to drill acid into their brains so they can stay alive, feel his fear, and suffer. He would then kill them, decapitate them, and then only rape them when they're dead because he was a necrophiliac. Necrophiliacs are people who sleep with dead people. So he went on to doing this for a long time. He had barrels of dead bodies he had jars of penises and other body parts in his home. It was only when a neighbor called the police saying she smelled a very foul smell in the house, in Jeffrey Dahmer's house, that the police came to investigate. One of his victims ran away and did call the police. You know, serial killers are mostly good-looking, they're very charming, and they're very convincing, and they're very persuasive. So it's very easy to fall into their trap. Then we had John Wayne Gacy, the clown killer. He brutally tortured women and killed them. And he was diagnosed as a schizophrenic. But Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't. He was analyzed by many psychiatrists and they said he only had Asperger syndrome. 
Asperger's syndrome is a type of autism, but that doesn't mean that you become a serial killer from that. Jeffrey Dahmer started at a very young age by killing dogs and cats, taking their bones and putting them under his pillow. This is how he got off. He started drinking heavily, lots of whiskey. Jack Daniels was his favorite. And he used to go around prowling, searching for men, boys to kill, decapitate, and eat them. He was a cannibal. John Wayne Gacy was not a cannibal, but he was a very brutal and awful killer. Moving on to Ted Bundy, the most notorious serial killer. Ted Bundy used to fake injuries and that's how he used to persuade the women to go into his van so he can knock them out, put them in there, brutally kill them, torture them, and rape them. His last killing was in a sorority house where he killed three women in one day. One woman, one woman got her nipples ripped because of him. He was very sick. Not sick mentally, they actually did not find anything wrong with him mentally. He was diagnosed by a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist says that he was pure evil. He had nothing wrong with him. Moving on to Son of Sam. Son of Sam is David Berkowitz. David Berkowitz was... A stand-up guy, he had a good job, he made money, he was alright. He lived in New York. And there were some killings there in New York. Women being shot in their cars. Being shot by a forty-four bulldog. That's a very thick bullet. And people were going crazy. They were scared and they were... Women who would dye their hair blonde because he only liked to shoot brunettes. So it went on for a long time all over New York, from upstate to south New York. It went all over there. He terrorized the city. People were scared to go out. People were scared to be in their cars. It's a bit like the Zodiac Killer where he used to kill people in their cars. So David Berkowitz said that he was influenced by Satan. He was influenced, he said he was in a cult and that a dog called Sam, his neighbor dog, a black dog, would tell him to go and kill people. Again, now we find out that he changed his story and it was all a lie. He actually never heard any voices. He was never sick. He had no mental illness. He made that up just to scare people. And he would write sigils to reporters saying that he was the son of Satan. 
and he would draw up these crazy sigils of satanic um, symbols. We also have the alphabet killer. The alphabet killer used to kill little Catholic girls and rape them. If you haven't seen the movie The Alphabet Killer, it's with Elijah Dushku. She's a great actress. She did a great job in the movie. You should go and watch it. You would understand more about the story. The Alphabet Killer was notorious, scary, and downright evil. Let's talk now about the new breed of serial killers in 2021. You think serial killers are over? No, they're not. They've just begun. The only difference is that now they hide behind their laptops or their computers. They create fake accounts on Twitter and on Facebook to stalk and get their victims. They create a fake profile with fake images and they start to prowl. There was this girl. She was only 15 years old and she found a guy on Facebook. He was 17 years old, beautiful guy with a six pack. He was a surfer. He had around a hundred photos of him and he, he finally asked her out and she was going to say yes, and he asked her to send nude photos of her. At first, she was not too happy, but then she said, if he's going to be my boyfriend, then it's okay, I should do it. So she sent him naked photos of her, and they finally agreed to meet. So he told her, I'm going to meet you next to a specific hospital where they decided to meet. It was around 9 p.m. And he says, I'll be in a white van. So she went over there. She saw a white van. She opened the door and she saw a 52-year-old man who was a bit obese standing there pointing a gun to her face. And she was going to run away, but then she he scared her and told her, if you run away, I'm going to send all these nude pictures to your school. So she was naive, got into the car. He took her to a remote place, killed her, raped her, and then decapitated her. You see, serial killers will never end in this world. Don't think because we have better DNA or forensic evidence that th this is going to be over. But because of new nuclear DNA, we can catch serial killers faster. It's much easier and faster to catch them before they do their next killing. The state of Florida paid around $8 million. They spent around $8 million to electrocute Ted Bundy. Isn't that stupid? Wouldn't that money be better spent in 
confining him in a place, in a psychiatric place, to understand him better, to understand how his mind works, to understand how his thinking works, to stop the Ted Bundy's of the future. There are more and more serial killers out there right now than before. But we don't call them serial killers anymore because they are caught on their first murder. Especially online. If you go to these online dating apps, be very, very careful. You might be talking to a serial killer. If you have a new neighbor who is a man who is married, you never know. He might be a serial killer. Just because he has a family and friends doesn't mean he's a good guy. Look at John Wayne Gacy. He had a family and kids, and he was a serial killer. So never ever judge a book by its cover because you never know who you are really talking to. So most serial killers are 20 to 40 white males. They're Caucasian, not African descent or Asian descent. Why is that? This is the question that everybody wants to know. All of psychiatrists want to know. All of the police want to know. Why is it that it's mostly white men 20 to 40 years old? This is the question. Look at the Zodiac Killer. He was around in his 30s when he started his killings and he never stopped until one day he decided to stop and they never ever caught him he died of old age they made two Hollywood movies called Zodiac and the other one The Zodiac Killer you see it's it's baffling how crazy all this sounds but we're living in a crazy world we're living in a in a world that is not safe your next door neighbor might be a serial killer you have to be very careful and not be naive let's say you're a girl you're around 16 17 and you make friends with your neighbor she's also a girl and her dad asks you to come to his house for a gathering or something like that. And you go. You never know. He might be a serial killer. So he might drug you, kill you, rape you, do all these kind of things to you. Same thing if you were a boy. That could happen too. The Green River Killer was hard to find, but then they actually found him. He killed a lot of people. It was crazy. So, nowadays, what is crucial for you to understand is be very careful on Facebook. There are around 50 to 70,000 fake profile accounts, and which most of them are serial killers. They will go online try to friend you and you accept the friend request and the fiasco begins. You could be a boy, 
You could be a girl, it doesn't matter. Both of you can be victims of a serial killer. They're very charming and smart. They have a very high IQ. So be very careful who you talk to online. Don't just add friends just like that. Don't just give your information to anyone online just like that. Be careful of these dating apps. These dating apps can be very dangerous, like Tinder. There's so many cases in Tinder where a lot of women got raped and killed. They actually wanted to shut down the app, but they didn't because of legal matters. Have you ever heard of Craigslist? Craigslist is known in America mostly. Craigslist is a site where you post ads. Ads for jobs, ads for selling puppies or dogs or cats or things like that. They're like OLX. And so there was one man who used to stalk women on Craigslist. He actually killed a woman and tried to kill another one. And they made a movie about it called The Craigslist Killer. The website was shut down for a while. Then they brought it back up again with higher security and better management. In every country, they have a serial killer, whether you like to believe it or not. Some of them get away with it, some of them don't. Even in the United Arab Emirates, in Dubai, and in Abu Dhabi, there was a serial killer, which I found on a serial killer website. He used to kill cab drivers, taxi cab drivers. So that was his thing. He liked to kill taxis. They eventually caught him. I don't know what happened to him in the end because they're very private in Dubai. They don't really like to talk about these kind of things. But he killed a lot of cab drivers. We seem to be spotting serial killers in a greater number right now. There are more. And the breeding of serial killers is becoming more and more. But thanks to amazing nuclear DNA we can stop them before they do their next kill. Every serial killer has a pattern, a pattern that they follow. They never stray away from it. They have a pattern. Some of them are very well crafted. They know exactly what they're doing, when they're doing it, and how they're doing it. Now, there are mental patients who kill and who we call them serial killers, but you can tell straight away because the scene is very disoriented. It's not very well um, done. It's not very well and very well crafted. Albert DeSalvo, the Boston Strangler, he killed a lot of women. He used to wear a green um, 
overall. It was like a mechanic suit kind of a thing. He would wear all green. He would... It was very graphic. I'm not going to go into details. But he would rape and kill women in the most disgusting and awful way. Then he would penetrate them with brooms and things like that. He would really torture and kill them in a horrible, horrible way. I can't stress this enough. Be careful who you meet online. Be very careful, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or a dating app. Do your research. If you have their name, do a background check on them before you actually meet them. And as for teenagers, don't date guys online, whoever they are, how matter, how beautiful they are, how charming they are. Teenagers, please do not find guys online. You want to date a guy, date a guy from your school, someone you already know, someone you can already trust. There was this 15-year-old boy, very handsome, very sweet, who met this guy online, and this guy promised him that he'd take care of him, give him money, give him whatever he wanted if he left his family and moved with him. He was very, very convinced, convincing and offered him the world. So the boy decided, why should I stay with my family? All they do is criticize me and belittle me, so I should move with this guy. He met the guy. The guy was around 60. And he took him to his house. Not only did he rape him, but he decapitated the boy. The boy was strangled to death. He was decapitated. And... Then they caught him, and this was not the first killing. See, he was 60, but he started killing in his 30s. So it's not enough to say that a serial killer is a white male from 20 to 40. They actually can go on beyond 40 if they are not caught to do their killings. So it's not just 20 to 40 you have to think about it and a lot of serial killers who haven't killed yet their thoughts this is what's important their actions and their thoughts of killing begin at a very young age of 14 15 they start killing little animals to begin with then it's not enough for them anymore they want to kill human beings. So they start their real killings around 20, 30, or 40. And that's how it becomes terrible. There was another story about a woman who was in her 20s and she had just started going to college. She was 20 or 21 years old. She moved in into an, a house and she would feel that someone is watching her, but she never knew what was happening. 
One day, she looked outside her window and she saw a man videotaping her with a cam recorder. She got really scared and called the police. The police said there's nothing they can do about it unless it's a real threat. So she hung up. The man again came around 3 a.m. He would videotape her sleeping. He would videotape her in the morning. One day, what he did, that's what caught him. He was doing her scary faces, really scary, really scary faces and banging on her door, telling her to open the door, and she wouldn't. She was terrified, this girl. So what he did, he started licking and licking the window. And then he left. So what happened then? She was very clever. She called the police again. She told them what happened. She told them he started licking and licking the window. They took a sample of the saliva, got the DNA, and then they caught him. See what DNA does? It helps us stop serial killers of the future. There are around 300,000 serial killers prowling and looking for victims all around the world as I speak. How does a normal person, a normal child, a normal boy become a serial killer? We'll talk about that in a minute. But there have been cases, very little cases, of women serial killers. You should watch the movie Monster. It's a very good movie. It's with Charlize Theron. It's about a woman who's a serial killer who shoots men. This is one example, but there have been many examples of women serial killers. So how does one become a serial killer? Usually, it starts off with their parents being alcoholics, being abusive to them, being terrible to them, locking them in the basement, really badly beating them. But that's not the case for Jeffrey Dahmer. He had a good family. His parents treated him very well. He had no psychotic tendencies. He had no um, psychological problems. He had nothing. He was just pure evil. He enjoyed the killing. He enjoyed tormenting. He enjoyed the prowling. The Night Stalker, Ramirez, who was Latin American, he would go around in people's homes and he would invade the house and he would rape and torture and kill a woman in her bed. He did that several times, then he was caught. What makes a serial killer want to do such a thing? It's all in their minds. There's something in the brain 
No matter what psychiatrists say or don't say, I disagree with some of them. Something in the brain switches. An obsession happens. An obsession with killing. An obsession with torturing. It's like some people, they like to watch hardcore porn. And what Ted Bundy said before he was executed He said his favorite thing to do was watching torture porn and hardcore porn, and that's what instigated everything. You see, you can be influenced by people around you, by the things you watch, and by the things you see. Serial killers can be very well influenced as children. When they see harm, they see torture, they see pain, They start to identify with that. They start becoming that. If a man, a father, beats his son to a pulp, his son would want to do the same thing. It's like saying, when you are abused as a child, the child becomes the abuser as he grows up. This is a known fact. A lot of children especially boys who were abused as children, become the abusers. So it's not just psychology, but it's also logic. A serial killer, how does he start off? How does he want to do his first killing? He starts fantasizing. It's all in his brain, imagination, how it would be like how it would feel like, how much joy would he get out of it. It's not about killing, it's about control. They want to feel like they are in control of everything. That's what gives them the high. That's what they get off on. They get the kick out of just wanting to control It's all about control. It's not about sex. It's not about rape. It's not about torture. But it's all about control. What makes a serial killer feel alive the most is to kill another human being. But they don't just kill them. They suffocate them. They strangle them. Then they revive them. And they do it again. So they can feel the control. They can feel that They are kings, they are masters. Look at what Jeffrey Dahmer did. After his killings, he's to decapitate them, take the skull and wear it as a crown on his head. If that's not psychotic, I don't know what is. And I don't know how these psychiatrists, they deemed him normal. They said he had No schizophrenia, no bipolar disease, no schizoaffective disorder. They said he was normal, he just had Asperger syndrome. And because he was from Wisconsin, there was no death penalty there, so they gave him life in prison. Later on, somebody in jail killed him. I don't know if he was paid or not, but somebody in jail killed him. In conclusion, I would like to ask of you to be very careful, be very prudent 
who you meet online, who you meet in a bar. Don't just go on first dates. Try to know the person. Do a background check. Ask people about that person. Meet his friends before going out with him. If he's a loner, be very careful because a lot of serial killers are loners. Try to find out as much as information as you can before going on a date with the guy you meet. Thank you.